You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Alabama syndicated news talk leader, Right Side Radio. Phil Williams here live in the Right Side Studios. Man, local, state, national, covering down on all the issues. And like the dude just said, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Well, it is Thursday. All right, I got to tell you, last night I was watching the news. Um, You know, follow up the show. Uh, I'm a news junkie, I guess. Uh, Charlene and I sitting there having dinner. Uh, We watch Tucker Carlson's monologue usually. Um, somewhere around then something was said and it triggered a thought. And I told her, I said, there's tomorrow's monologue. And I made a note to myself and this morning began doing my research. Well, lo and behold, there's articles that come out that seem to feed the beast, if you know what I'm saying. Well, among the many articles that have surfaced about Twitter lately was one that really caught my eye just this morning. The headline read, here it is, quote, Twitter files show U.S. demanded suspension of 250,000 files. Wow. To repeat that, the U.S. government, specifically in this case through the State Department, in the case of that article, asked for over 257, or excuse me, 250,000 Twitter accounts be suspended. Now, this is going well beyond bending information or steering narratives. This is actual government involvement in the silencing of those who don't speak the right way in the view of some bureaucrats. But if you've been paying attention, then you likely already know that this is not isolated to just the State Department. We've now learned that when Joe Biden said he was going to be using a whole-of-government approach that also included censorship, well, we've been finding out in various tranches of the Twitter files that the FBI, CIA, DOJ, CDC, NHS, DOT, and every other acronym agency you can think of has been developing their ability to guide the thoughts and perspectives of the American public by and through social media. I mean, it got so bad that the FBI was actually given its own portal to upload information on what they wanted Twitter to say or allow. Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg said on the Joe Rogan podcast that the Hunter Biden laptop story went into the content moderation black hole because the FBI told them that it appeared to be a result of an illicit hack. FBI. We've even begun to learn about politicians, elected officials, who were supposed to be able to stand on their own two feet and debate the issues, right? Politicians were making independent requests of social media to suppress narratives and deplatform accounts. What all this amounts to is a deliberate attempt to conduct psychological operations by the U.S. government on its own people, something that is illegal at worst and immoral and unethical at best. So if you're not familiar with psychological operations, it's also known as PSYOPs, then let me assure you that I am. For a good chunk of my military career, I was assigned to a role in USA KPOC, the U.S. Army's Civil Affairs and Psychological Operations Command. I spent the bulk of my time on the civil affairs side. Civil affairs, or CA, is a version of special operations designed to work with civilians in the battle space. But as a part of my role in CA, I lived and worked with PSYOPs teams and coordinated our efforts at the team, company, battalion, and command level. My last role in uniform was as an instructor at the Joint Special Operations University at MacDill Air Force Base. So while I can assure you that PSYOPs is a necessary and effective enabler for our troops to use to shape the combatant commander's area of operations, I can also assure you that the government is absolutely not supposed to be using that as a tool to shape the mindsets of their own citizens. Officially speaking, psychological operations are 
Are you ready for the quote? Operations designed to convey selected information and indicators to audiences to influence their emotions, motives, and objective reasoning, and ultimately the behavior of governments, organizations, groups, and individuals. Sound familiar? Sound like Twitter? Maybe. The purpose of PSYOPs is to induce or reinforce behavior perceived to be favorable to U.S. objectives. Now, if that sounds a little familiar in light of the social media connectivity I've been talking about, then you're right. It is. And eerily so. To take it a step further, PSYOP can encourage popular discontent with the opposition's leadership. And by, you know, combining with persuasion, with a credible threat, it can degrade an adversary's ability to conduct or sustain military operations. It can also, by the way, disrupt, confuse, and protract the adversary's decision-making process, undermine command and control. And even then, when you properly employ it, PSYOPs, it can have the potential to save lives or enemy forces by reducing the adversary's will to fight. So here's the thing. By lowering your adversary's morale and its efficiency, you can use PSYOPs to discourage aggressive actions or create indifference or ultimately lead to surrender. Do you hear what I'm describing? By significant action to steer a narrative, it has been proven to be an effective tool to reduce the ability of the opposition to even resist. What I just described to you smacks of the Hunter Biden laptop story, the COVID vaccine narrative, the January 6th investigation, and more. Now, there's, there's three types of products that are used to create these messages. So in PSYOPs, you have what are known as white products, gray, and black products. White, gray, and black, they don't refer to the product's content, but rather the methods that are used. In order for PSYOPs to be successful, though, all these products have to be sort of based in reality. All the messages must be consistent, not contradictory. Any gap between the product that uses the PSYOP and the reality that it's talking about is going to be quickly noticed. So you have to have a credible truth presented in a way that's consistent to all the audiences. So here's the thing. White PSYOP, white, is attributable to PSYOP. I mean, in other words, you don't hide it. White is acknowledged as an official statement or act of the government. It emanates from a source that's affiliated with the government. It's wide open. Nobody can argue it. It's like, okay, in this case, if the government wanted to buy an ad on Twitter and say, hey, your Department of Health and Human Services says this, that's not really a big deal because at that point, you're buying an ad like anybody else would. But when you get down to the source of gray PSYOP, well, it's designed to be ambiguous. According to a 2007 State Department historian's website, it says the true source of the U.S. government is not revealed in gray PSYOP to the target audience. The activity engaged in is plausibly appearing to emanate from a non-official source. Gray information is information whose content is such that the effect will be increased if the hand of the U.S. government, and in some cases, any participation is not revealed. In other words, it's best to be gray. It's best to be covert. It's best to be secretive. They get their message out better, and it doesn't look like it's them. How much does that sound like what we've been seeing? But then there's black PSYOP. Black PSYOP is the sneaky stuff. It's covert. It appears to emanate from a source, usually hostile in nature. And it, by the way, can be done in such a way as you give out sensitive information and then see if it backfires, but you don't worry about the sensitive information because you want the result of what it does. Black PSYOP is absolutely sneaky. Well, it's all policy-driven. I mean, there's manuals on this stuff. I'm not making this up. I'm telling you what's actually in things like Joint Publication 3-13.2, the Department of Defense Policies and Guidance on PSYOPs. It's out there, man. By the way, that same PSYOP manual, it was published in 2010 last time, and it was signed off on by none other than Lieutenant General Lloyd Austin, now Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin. 
PSYOP, though, is by its definition not to be used against the U.S. populace at any time, anywhere in the world. The whole manual goes on to say that PSYOP runs in phases. You do things like you start with command guidance, you get a target audience, then you evaluate the existing reactions, then you do things like determine the best way to disseminate, and then you rinse and repeat. So what better way to target an audience than to overtly and covertly influence the narratives on social media platforms, which studies show are used by upwards of 70% of the U.S. population? And this ain't new, y'all. PSYOPs came into its own in World War II. General Eisenhower himself said this, quote, In this war, which was total in every sense of the word, we've seen many great changes in military science, and it seems to me that not the least of these was the development of psychological warfare as a specific and effective weapon. It works. It works. It absolutely works. And it shouldn't work on American citizens. And by the way, I know that in all this description here, as I wrap this up, I know I've blended some military and civilian inferences. And I've done so because this was a whole-of-government effort to shape the narratives of some of the best and most available source materials. I'm telling you, this has been exactly what's been happening. Truth be told, PSYOP has also been an effective tool of the CIA and other civilian agencies around the world, and rightfully so when it's applied to foreign objectives. But it should never be so on our own soil, with our own people, and done in such a way as what we've been seeing, or for that matter, not seeing. We need to see an end, though, to PSYOPs on American soil. And that's a wrap for the right side way. Well, it just, it just hit me, man. I'm just telling you. It just hit me that what we've been looking at is exactly what I was trained to operate with downrange. Psychological operations is exactly the steering of the narrative and trying to guide the mindsets and the emotions of people in order to influence their actions or, for that matter, suppress their actions. And for the, every acronym agency in the U.S. government to be doing this through social media without announcing themselves... We were getting gray psyoped on a daily basis for a while, and it has to stop. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, just plain right. Uh, I'm already getting reaction on the uh, uh, monologue, among other things, on the uh, text lines. You want to text in, by the way, the number is 833-687-4448. That's 833-68-RIGHT. That's the phone number here. You can call it or text it. Uh, John from Huntsville <laughs> just already giving me the business about where I'm going to get my dippers done for the day. But he just said, um, with regards to our building, our, our basically, I, Boomer, I think it came pretty close to the window too, by the way, bud. Oh, um, that golf ball. The golf ball came oh, it, close. Yeah, it, it shanked around. Did you hear where it hit? I mean, you were sitting oh, right here it. watching. I just didn't. I thought it was a bird. I don't. I didn't know what it, <laughs> it was. was. No, it was. A, <laughs> it was a giant. It bird. was like a laser guided <laughs> missile, man. Uh, there's dents in the side of the building too, by the way. You ought to go out there. I'll show you some later on. <laughs> but. Um, Anyway, John from Hunt says, you ought to collect those out-of-bounds golf balls, put a right-side radio logo on them, and sell them back to the golfers. <laughs> We'd have That's a bag great. a week, man, I tell you. Um, 
By the way, Lynn from Knoxville just texted in. Uh, as a former military intelligence officer, he says, I actually posted a week or two that the U.S. government performed a PSYOP on the American citizens. Thank you, Lynn, for your service, and uh, you are spot on is what I said back. Uh, Tracy from Athens, with regards to what I just said about PSYOPs, says, you not only have to worry now about Chinese propaganda, we have to worry about our own blasted government. She says, I've even deleted my Pinterest. <laughs> uh, by the way, I discovered recently that Pinterest can be for guys, too. Oh, yeah. Cars, tools, I, gear. I'm not going to lie. I, I look at Pinterest for that type of stuff. I mean, I've got, uh, yeah. I I'm, enjoy it because it gives me good ideas. It's like one big man bag full of stuff. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Um, okay. And then uh, what else we got here? Yeah, Jason from Huntsville uh, just sent in. Um, oh, it's actually the quote. Now I see what it is. Okay, so he sent this in. Apparently this is part of Chip Roy's statement from yesterday. And here's the quote about the things going on in the House chamber. He says, so this is what the chamber looks like when we're debating and there's bodies in the chairs. How many times we've been down here giving speeches and there's not a soul in the chamber, yet this is what it takes to get 435 people in the chamber? The American people are watching, and that's a good thing. I agree. Totally agree with that. I mean, this is the way it's supposed to be. And I've heard, and we're going to talk about it, man, but I have heard more people complain, they're holding up the process. They're not letting us move forward. It's, it's, it's madness. It's chaos. Shut up. The reality is this. This is what's supposed to be happening. If you've ever seen the movie Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, it was the, the story of basically what can happen when one man on principle will stand up and say enough is enough in Congress. And you know, let's just watch how it plays out. It's going to play out. It's going to play out fine. Um, but, uh, but yeah. And then uh, Mike from Huntsville just texted in, um, 21 Patriots against 200 sheep. <laughs> uh, and, you know, by the way, I don't disagree with either side. I mean, first of all, I am, I am leaning on the 21 side. I agree they need some reforms. But I don't, I don't grudge the people who are voting for McCarthy. I wish they would look at stop being so status quo and start considering these people who were you know, standing on principle as being not just rabble rousers, but as being people who are trying to do what they believe is right. I mean, get over yourselves. But the, but the truth be told, um, I don't fault somebody for voting for McCarthy if they believe that's the right thing for the nation. And if they're doing it to get a committee chairmanship or if they're doing it because, you know, some lobbyist told them to, then, okay, you got a problem. You don't even need to be there anymore. But they're standing on principle what they believe in. Great. Go for it. I'm just proud of the fact that I am watching on double screens here in the studio that there is still animated debate going on in U.S. government. I mean, how long has it been under the Pelosi regime that we've seen what we're seeing right now? We haven't. All right, more to come on that. Coming right back with Congressman Barry Moore calling in. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. 